It's time now for the Bean Report, brought to you by Manitoba Pulse and Soybean Growers. Joining us today is production specialist Laura Schmidt. Soybeans range from V1 to V4 and will be starting to flower with a change in day length. IDC symptoms have started to show up in some fields, but most fields remain symptom-free. Dry beans range from the unifoliate to the third trifoliate stage. Southern areas of the province received high winds, damaging some bean crops, resulting in leaf tearing and stem breakage, which thankfully now are regrowing from axillary buds. In these fields, expect some bacterial blight to infect those damaged plants. And at low severity levels, this isn't typically a yield-limiting disease. Grasshopper nymphs have been feeding at field edges. At vegetative stages, the threshold for control in soybeans is greater than 30% defoliation, and for dry beans, it's 35% defoliation. Research from Ontario has also indicated that soybeans can tolerate up to about 50% defoliation at those early V stages. Border or edge sprays at these stages are often enough for control. Field peas range from 8 to 10 nodes, with some at R1 or flower bud stage, with a few open blooms here and there. Faba beans are also advancing, with earlier seeded crops beginning to flower at around 8 to 9 leaf nodes. So as peas and faba beans start flowering, it's a good time to check in on nodulation below ground to make sure it's going to carry you through pod fill. So dig up plants from different areas of the field and assess overall plant growth, nodule development, the number of nodule clusters, and their location. Peas and fabas have nodules that branch, so we use a scorecard to rate nodulation in those crops, which is available in this week's bean report. One pest to keep an eye out for as these crops move to reproductive stages are pea aphids. Unlike soybean aphids, a smaller number of aphids per plant tip can cause economical damage. The threshold is two to three aphids per plant tip in peas, so keep an eye out for them. And windstorms, again, also mean bacterial blight has set into peas too, and these symptoms can be easily confused with microsphorella blight. So we have pictures of both in this week's bean report to help you identify each when you're making those fungicide decisions since bacterial blight won't be controlled with fungicide. Laura, what do farmers need to consider when uh, making fungicide decisions? So microsphorella blight is the main target of fungicides in field peas. From 10 nodes to early flower or R2, scout for symptoms, which most commonly start to show up as small, small dark freckles on lower leaves. Cool, wet weather will favor disease development. Foliar fungicide applications are typically made at R2 when one flower is open on most plants across the field. But in drier years, it might be beneficial to delay that application. So we have a new fungicide decision worksheet available for peas, and it's available in this week's report and on our website at manitobapulse.ca. But things to consider include the characteristics of the crop canopy and how dense the stand is, leaf wetness and humidity, the five-day forecast, and how many plants are already showing symptoms. So watch for Microsphorella and its progression up that pea plant canopy from early bloom at R2 to full pod at R4. While you're scouting for it, also take a look for those pea aphids and nodulation. Just wanted to wrap things up here today, uh, talking a little bit about IDC and soybeans. So soybeans that have yellowing between the leaf veins on younger trifoliate leaves, it's due to iron deficiency chlorosis, or IDC. So conditions that lead to IDC include excess moisture, salinity, high carbonates, and or high nitrate levels in the soil. So it's often a temporary condition that will resolve itself when soils dry up and plants that recover by the V5 to V6 stage shouldn't experience much yield loss. There aren't really any in effective in-season management options, so it's important to accurately diagnose the problem now and plan to use uh, IDC-tolerant varieties in the future.
when you're planning that crop rotation in that field. Thanks, Laura. Laura Schmidt is a production specialist with Manitoba Pulse and Soybean Growers. The Bean Report is brought to you by Manitoba Pulse and Soybean Growers. You can find out more at manitobapulse.ca.